so many guys playing video games. So many guys playing video games. So many guys playing video games. <laughs> so many of them things. Hey, Intergalactic Space Travelers, this is Joey C. from Super Alice Podcast, and I'm joined by Maddie. Hey. Hey, Maddie. Uh, Stefan. Excelsior. And Mr. Andrew Bush. Hello. And today we're going to do our Thor Ragnarok review. Uh, Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> so, I mean, let's get right into it. Let's, uh, yes. let's start from the top, man. Um, I'll just go ahead and say real quick, I guess we'll go ahead and do our little, uh, you know, how, what we thought, you know, our little, our little quick like we loved it or hated it. Um, I mean, Marvel fucking doing it again. And I, I thought to myself when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is going to be the movie where, okay, so I want, when I saw the Avengers, I was like, I'm watching a comic book on the screen. Like, it's happening. Like, it's finally happened where I, I read an Avengers comic and I look on the screen and I see the same thing. And that's what I want. With Thor Ragnarok, I feel like that this is something that has finally surpassed that and has basically given us a whole new story. It's not the sort of same stuff we would see in a comic. They're like, you know what? We're going to go crazy and wacky, but like, it's going to be better than probably any of these comics. Like, it may be just as good, but like something different. And they just blew it out of the water, man. Um, it was directed by uh, Taika Watiti, I believe is how you say his name. Um, and you know he did uh, what we do in the shadows, um, and which is hilarious uh, film, and he just brought his comedy with it, and it was fucking, it was metal, dude. It was great, such a great job. Uh, Maddie, what'd you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm definitely getting, and I get why people are getting tired of comic book movies, though. And it's not that I'm. I'm not, it's just that I've seen Thor so, like, so much, and there's so many other cool characters. Um, having said that, this movie is visually stunning. The soundtrack is fucking dope. Mark Mothersbaugh, fuck, fucking, I was like, I need the soundtrack, and I don't buy yeah, soundtracks. So good. Um, everyone did a fantastic job. I love that everything was kept light. It was funny at times. It needed to be serious when it was serious. It's just, you know, after the movie ended, I was just like, God, can it just be Infinity War? Like, can we move on to whatever <laughs> next phase? Because I need to see other characters. That's why I'm super pumped for Black Panther just because we haven't seen it. And that, so, you know, I did enjoy it. People go see this fucking movie. But th those are my thoughts. Awesome. Before I get to Stefan, uh, I did, uh, so I have an Apple iTunes account. So I did add the Thor Ragnarok uh, soundtrack. And um, you had mentioned something right at the end. Damn it, I forgot what it was. Um, Anyway, I'll think about it. Hey, Stefan, go ahead. Stefan. Stefan. You All there? Right. All right, Andrew. All right. Um, <laughs> I feel a little bit of what Maddie is saying. Um, a lot of times the comic book universe lives in the second act, and I think we're all dying to get to that third act. Uh, uh, and I think part of that reason is uh what can i say like it's not really sure like i guess there wasn't a whole lot of like internal conflict with thor 
in this one. I mean, he already he's kind of already decided how he feels about Loki and pretty much everything else, seemingly. So he has an external conflict of where his people go and um, fighting, of course, Hela and um, becoming king, ultimately. Spoilers. This is going to be spoiler-filled entirely. Um, I think just – I mean, I just saw it. I'm still fresh off of it. But I think that part of it is is maybe – we needed a little bit more internal conflict, but at the same time, this is the best Thor movie they've made. It was, I honestly, it's, it's, it's to me, it is. I think so. It's better than one and two. And Hella's nah. Hella's interesting. And man, the visuals, my favorite part, might have two favorite parts. One, New Zealand Whoa, rock monster dude. What's his favorite? What's that guy's name? Uh, Korg. 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 And then two, that fucking lightning fight scene at the end when he's fighting all those dudes. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, that shit was great. And I do like the eye, him losing the eye and becoming a little bit more like Odin. Mm-hmm. Um, although we gonna, like, uh, I, wait, I, I, I leave the movie almost kind of like, am I supposed to like Odin or not? Like, I'm kind of I'm kind of ambivalent because I do like the fact that they're saying some woke ass shit where they're like, where do you think we got all this gold? You know, he wasn't a fucking great guy, man. But then he's I guess, you know, he's still loved by Thor. And we're we're looking at it through Thor's perspective, so there is that as well. So I guess maybe we should be as ambivalent as Thor is, not ambivalent. Uh, is that the right word? Mixed emotions. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely it's definitely a thumbs up. But I think yeah. it, I don't know. It's like we're all at least I'm really ready for that third act to come in. All right, Stefan. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Okay, we can hear yeah. you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. I do think it's the best of all three Thor movies. Um, it made it reminded me why I liked the first two, um, but it was so different. It's like it was so different. I, what I saw was like a bunch of flavors on screen. I love Taika Waititi's approach to it. I love like kind of the multicultural alien cultural kind of mishmash, and it was like a little Blade Runner but super colorful. Um, Jeff Goldblum was great. It was just like a weird movie, you know. It was like kind of like the Star Trek Beyond of of the Marvel <laughs> of the Thor movies, you know. Like wow. it just it was like it was like more fun and just a little bit like kind of like, and it was a good kind of like this is more or less what they were up to during Civil War, you know. And right. Civil War being so heavy and so dark and so thematically kind of like weighted that this was like totally opposite and you know i like there was only a couple jokes that i didn't like you know they felt too corny i guess but for the most part i liked and you know honestly i thought it was going to be more emphasis on that comedic um it felt just really like a fun comic book time everybody got a little bit of something like the you have that classical painting kind of imagery of the valkyrie and the fucking battles and stuff like that i loved everything about that was amazing visually yes and and musically like maddie said is had it was like it was like classical kind of um soundtrack and then electronic kind of tron stuff going on there you know like it just really was a very adventurous kind of fun pulpy mess you know i loved it i really did great um so yeah, let's uh, let's start talking about the the first uh, scene where we find uh, we find Thor. Uh, basically, it just opens with Thor trapped in a cage, uh, and then he basically meets up with Surtur, uh, and they have a little uh, little dialogue and a fight. Um, 
man, this is probably it, this is like so with Lego Batman, like the first ten minutes was like just amazing. I'm just I'm dying laughing. Everything's hilarious. All the jokes hit. Uh, I felt the same way with this one. Uh, like this whole scene with Thor just like in the cage. Uh, he's like talking. It looks like he's talking to you. He's like talking to the audience. And then he looks over and he's like, he's like, right, old friend, or you know, that's mm-hmm. when I met you. And you just look over and there's like this skeleton in the cage with him, and his like jaw drops off, and you know. And so then like he falls out of his cage. We saw like in the trailer where he's like tumbling down, and he's just hanging there. And Surtur is sort of further back, like talking to him. Um, and then Thor's just like, you know, he's hanging there. And so with the with the momentum of him falling down, he's like he's just spinning. So like he gets to the point where like his back is turned to surgery. He's like, hey, wait, I'm coming back around. Hold on. <laughs> that shit's hilarious, off. man. And it's, oh man. Um, and then just all like you know, and it happened like two or three times where he's just having to cut Surter off his like, you know, his world dominating speech yeah. uh, of causing Ragnarok, um, and. Uh, you know that was great. What'd you guys think? Who's going first? Um, maybe Maddie. All right, let's, that, Joey. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, let's do Maddie. Um, I thought it was funny. Um, I like the whole opening a lot. Um, I definitely thought the uh, villain was pretty dope. Um, yeah. Um, that was cool. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen. Yeah, I like, you know, again, like what Andrew was saying earlier, this I think is definitely like the most heavy metal Marvel movie, Um, you know, in an 80s metal kind of way, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, seeing like, you know, we're essentially seeing this character in hell and like a hell, you know, like some kind of demon, you know what I mean? And I I really love how they, you know, they, they took what they did from actual Norse mythology and kind of while I was watching it, I was like, you know, when they talk about Loki turning Thor into a frog and stuff and like, you know, the the like anecdotal kind of stuff that they were talking about mm-hmm. wasn't specifically like Marvel moments. They were actual like Norse mythology moments. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's really cool. They touched with like all these little things, you know. So it made me like, you know, it made me just kind of like enjoy how much it transcended um into this marvel movie yeah it's a marvel property but these names and these stories kind of come from way long before i thought that was amazing um but also yeah that the first scene was was just cool you know it was funny like um it seemed like you know they did uh taika ytt went back to like how they did the first iron man because john favreau and all those guys did a lot of improvisational kind of stuff and it kept it feeling fresh and i think that really worked for this movie and the scene in particular yeah, you mentioned the frog thing. I, I, yeah. so I guess I didn't catch that. But there yeah. is a there is a point in Thor's comic book uh, okay. history where yeah. that he is a frog. Yeah, it uh, happens in old Norse myths as well. Yeah. Uh, so okay. Uh, before I go, before I go to this next thing, uh, Andrew, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was great. I think that I, I can't remember exactly what jokes were said. I mean, him turning around was funny, but I think there was a couple other jokes that kind of didn't land for me somewhere around in that time period. But the, I mean, it's when I was watching it, it was just like Thor's fighting a fucking fire dragon and a, a demon, demon looking motherfucker. They mm-hmm. really know the kind of movie it's supposed to be. Oh, That's what I, I was. That like, yeah. It's very much, 
yeah, like a like fantasy metal, like a power metal, which is what I've been listening <laughs> yeah, to lately. Oh, yeah. with, so with, I was uh, really, I was really enjoying that. And they're playing, they're Led playing Zeppelin. fucking, yeah, um, yeah. So that, that song mean, called immigrant song. immigrant song. That mean that was that was a lot of fun. And that also, awesome. I I really uh, appreciate the fact that that wasn't just for the beginning. It, it kind of became a bookend. It was like his. For the yeah, movie. It became his like his re- professional re- wrestling entrance theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so that's like Thor's jam. Like, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted scene... that scene where fucking uh, just real quick that that mm-hmm. scene. I wanted um Tony to Tony Stark to play Thunder from you know uh, fucking um, ACDC because he's always listening to ACDC, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted yeah, Thor yeah. to talk so about good. that or like have some sort of Tony Stark influence because I would you know oh, that fits yeah. so maybe that's cheesy. I don't know, but. I thought that'd be kind of cool, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I, pants, I really like I really like the uh, the in, the intro overall. I guess. Yeah, I think the for me, like you know, with the, after him talking to Surtur, and then then basically like all his minions coming to fight Thor, and oh, I awesome. just love it when Thor does his like hammer spin, and he's just like yeah. spinning it around. Yes, that was a lot knocking, of fun, knocking yeah. dudes out. He throws the hammer, and then the 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 camera is like on the hammer. As it's yeah. like going around, and it's like you just see like skeletons like splatter, you know, just yeah. getting smashed. And you see him fighting in the background. Yeah, dude, it's I feel so such a great shot, man. I yeah. fucking love that. Um, and then uh, there's a couple. Of, I'm sure there's a couple of things I've already forgot. There's so, there's so much going on in that scene. And yeah, there's like the dragon, and you know, he he basically puts the hammer in the dragon's mouth, and he's like, "Stay," because <laughs> the dragon can't yeah. do that anything. That was cool to see the, the weight hammer. of the weapon. And yeah. Like, the different ways you can utilize it in battle and shit. And that thing yeah. was just terrifying and the music was so good. Anyway. That was great. All right. Um, so on to the next scene. Uh, scene we... by scene. Oh, we don't, ha- we don't have to. I'm just like, you know, however you guys want to go about it. I'm just, <laughs> it just seems like felt like we'd go, really you know. Um, what if we, well, if you got a plan, then, then go for it. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, we get introduced to, uh, shit. What's his name? Anyway, we'll cut this, Andrew. Sorry. Okay. Um, so I want to say before we, before we go to the next part of the film, uh, Surtur, uh, just want to give you guys sort of a, you know, history of who he is. Surtur is a fire demon native to the extra dimensional plane of, Muscle film, mus, muspel, helm. I'm probably saying that mm-hmm. really wrong. Uh, Land of the Fire Demons, one of the nine worlds of North mythology, and first appears in the title Journey into Mystery, where it is claimed he sits at the end of the world, waiting for the end of time, where he can slay men and gods. So that's uh, so that's what who Surtur is basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically the next thing we you know we uh, get introduced to. Um, Carl Urban's character, um, where he's like talking with some ladies and he's like, Here's my stuff. And it's just like yeah. a bunch of junk. But he's like, I guess he's like, you know, he's hanging out in um, Heimdall's like, you know, sanct- sanctuary where he basically watches and sees the world, the worlds. Um, and then, like, out of nowhere, Thor comes in and just like, you know, with the head of a dragon and like, just like, just throws, I guess, green blood everywhere. Just like pisses Carl Urban's character off, uh, which was great. Um, and then we get into the um, 
basically where Thor comes back. He hasn't been to Asgard in a while because um, uh, he's been, you know, held captive. Uh, and we see Odin um, basically watching theater of like uh, uh, Thor, you know, uh, Loki's dying and Thor's like over. Oh, shit. Sorry, drop something. And, uh, you know, crying for his brother. And um, what'd you guys think? Um, uh, it was funny seeing Matt Damon play Loki, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, uh, Sam Neill as, uh, Odin was pretty dope. Um, cause Sam yeah. Neill was in Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a fucking great movie by the same director. I didn't know mm-hmm. that was Pierce Brosnan for some reason. But anyway, nah, I totally forgot about Sam Neill. Hunt the Wilder um, I don't know who played Thor, though. Yeah. I thought uh, it was maybe one of the, that. I thought it was maybe one of the other, that other Hemsworth brother, which I thought would have been a genius. Not the other famous one, but the one in Westworld. But uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it was him or not. I don't remember his face that well. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like that beginning scene with Carl Urban. I love Carl Urban and like everything because I think he's a dope actor and he'll do anything, which is what I love about him. He's like in Doom to like a movie, like this mm-hmm. weird Viking movie called Pathfinder. Like he'll do it all, man. And he, oh, yeah. it seems like he has a, it seems like he has a lot of fun being an actor, and that's those are the actors I'm drawn to mainly that just will do anything if it seems like a, a good role or even just fun to be in. Um, so I love Tom Jane. Um, yeah, I thought it was funny when he's like has the two machine guns. And he's like, this one's named Dis, and this one's named Troy. When you put them together, destroy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, His yeah, name is Scratch. I, oh yeah, that's it. Um, um, I liked him trying to hit on those ladies with all the stuff. I also liked that he, as being a watcher, mm-hmm. <laughs> he would just go into other places and steal shit. He didn't pay for yeah. any of that. He just stole <laughs> it, um, which I thought was was great. Um, Thor's entrance was cool. Uh, I'm all about the gore. Uh, I love the play in the theater. Of uh, So Anthony Hopkins, when you see him act – he always acts like Anthony Hopkins and it's always a great performance. Like he yeah. might put an accent on, but he definitely has like a way of acting. They're like, Oh, that is like definitely Anthony Hopkins. Um, but I will say in this scene, he is channeling something entirely different. Cause I yeah. thought it was hilarious. And I was like, did the director of this film just make Odin a fucking drunk ass motherfucker? Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but as we come to find out, he is, he is actually Loki. That scene was great. I thought it was great. And like for Thor to walk into that, I thought was funny. Um, I liked when uh, Scourge said he had to introduce him and then Thor flies off and he takes off running. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is genius comedy right here. Um, then he comes in, he's like, Thor, is he, oh, you know, there's no point. Why does he do it? But yeah, it was a good scene. All right, uh, Andrew, what'd you think? Uh, about this particular scene, um, Man, honestly, I didn't even notice that that was Sam Neill when I was watching it. I did notice that was Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. That was a lot easier. Uh, yeah, I like the scene. Um, I I think the the coolest part was that dragon uh, getting his head cut off and sliding towards, and then the eyeball moving towards the the people. Is that the right scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the I'm in the right area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I was thinking that uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins was acting a little weird. And then about two seconds after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I know where this is headed. And it was, of course, Loki. Um, I looked it up now, and uh, Luke Hemsworth was Thor in that play. Oh, Is that so the guy in Westworld? Brother. Yes. 
All right. I was right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. that's pretty funny. And yeah, I guess it's pretty much it so far. Can you hear me? I okay? liked it. Yeah. You, you sound you sound good, Steph. What'd you think, Steph? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I, li- I really like Scourge. Same thing with M- Maddie was saying, like Carl Urban and anything. He's great. Um, I like how he had that kind of his character turn throughout was was, you know, it was pretty obvious how it was going to go. But it was cool to see that, like, the good for him outweighed the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, like, the play stuff, it reminded me of there's a few moments throughout this movie that reminded me of Game of Thrones, like the influence of Game of Thrones. <laughs> a lot of uh, Hela's character felt like um, Cersei, you know, just kind of like. And certain things that are that are now, I feel like, kind of like commonplace in these type of fantasy films since Game of Thrones. Anyway, um, I but yeah, the theater stuff was pretty funny. It was cool seeing them. I couldn't tell who was who uh, in terms of like the guest stars, but it was. I was like, I was like, where the fuck is this shit going? <laughs> like, what is <laughs> done? like? Or somebody had like a spell on Odin or something. But then yeah, once it's Loki and. I like how their the drama of their lives plays out before the people of you know that the court of the king right there and stuff like that. So it's like no wonder these stories of gods and kings and monsters and shit go so trickle down into the common people and get like twisted around. And anyway, um, good good shit there. Um, so I think that if, if um. Let's see. Uh, I believe the next scene is uh, they end up going and finding Odin, correct? Um, yeah. Trying to remember. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, we had, they uh, basically. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. They basically find Odin in, in Norway. Uh, they actually, because, you know, um, he oh, basically wait, had forgotten a pivotal oh, yeah. moment. Do- Dr. Strange. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's I thought see. you were right, so, That's why I didn't say anything. So I was like, oh, you didn't. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, Dr. Strange, we, uh, we get, uh, let's see, I believe, uh, baby bumper, cumber, 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 bumper batch, cuddle, cuddle batch, cuddle batch. I'm trying to remember how, how do they get, I'm trying to remember. Uh, how they they go there. to the retirement home. It's crumbling and they go, this yeah, is where we left our right. father. And okay. then they circle and Loki's like, that's not me. And then he picks up the card and he's like, Loki. And it says, Bleacher yeah, Street. yeah. Remember he steals Loki. Because he's like an entity yeah. that is a uh, evil on a dangerous list. Mm-hmm. Good. good. Uh, so yeah, we ba- they basically go to Earth and we see like you know we're basically Loki left Odin and it's now it's a crumbling old person's home. It's like, would you leave? Where did you leave him? And he's like, was on the front door or did you leave him like in the building? It's like oh, I'm not sure. And <laughs> some girls come up and they're like. Uh, you know, they're looking for a selfie and they basically say, I'm sorry, Jane dumped you. So we sort of find out what happened with Nally Portman's character. And he's like, oh, I didn't get dumped. I mean, I dumped her, you know? Yeah. Kind of uh, and, wrote off the character. In yeah. Completely way. wrote it off. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Brushed it off. And then, uh, you know, out of nowhere, um, Loki is, uh, you see some, some fire below Loki's feet, like a circle and he disappears. Uh, and there's a note left, which says, uh, it has the the number and then is it bleaker or ble- did it say bleacher or bleaker? I thought it said bleaker. Bleaker Street. Bleaker. Bleaker Street. So that's I believe that's a nod to uh, Sherlock Holmes, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, and so of course, uh, we find out that it's um, 
the Sanctum Sanctorum of uh, Dr. Stephen Strange. Um, and they have a little chit chat and, you know, um, basically instead of walking around uh, Dr. Strange apartment, he's like warping to other places and like screwing up uh, Thor's senses and he's like falling around and Thor's got his, Thor's got his like, you know, ale and just like splashing it around everywhere. Um, I think that that's that what that scene felt like to me is that it's so commonplace for Dr. Strange to just basically be where he thinks to be, you know, that that Thor's along for the ride, you know, and it's just like, there's a moment where he seems like, Oh, this Thor, this God, this God is not, you know, used to this like rapid, (laughs) you know, he's like, he's calling him a wizard. Yeah. It's really, that's what I really like that too. Cause they really play on like the magical aspects of these characters and within this Mm -hmm. entire scene was really cool to see like magic overrule kind of the pseudoscience that explains a lot of the powers sometimes. Yeah. Awesome. So it's like Dr. Strange, like thinking where he wants to go and he goes and Thor's like, can we just walk please? <laughs> yeah. He's falling downstairs and, you know, tripping over himself. Um, I want uh, instant beer. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. It's like, you can drink it all. It just fills right back up. Uh, so yeah, I'll just go down the line. Maddie, what you think? Uh, I thought it was cool. Uh, I know you guys, uh, I was not a huge fan of the Doctor Strange movie. I thought it was cool. I like all the Marvel movies. I was just kind of like, kind of in, whereas Thor Ragnarok is way more visual and has a lot more like, in my opinion, uh, you know, just uh, inspiration into the film. Uh, Doctor Strange just kind of felt like same old, same old, like some of the trippy stuff was cool, but it was like, I'm watching Iron Man. Um, So, but it was nice to see Doctor Strange again. Um, and actually see him next to another character um, and having dialogue. And it made me even more excited for what's to come next in the Marvel Universe. And I think that's why I'm just like, oh, just get to it. God damn it, just get to it. Like, you've been teasing me for so long. I know, it's I just, been so I, I don't want to be teased. But I thought it was a funny scene. I like both those guys were great around each other. Um yeah i just it was fun i i love one of my one of my like there's a lot of funny moments in this but i really liked when he picked up the card and was like loki and i was like re- like because like you said like loki's turned him into a frog before and he's done other tricks on him so i love that thor throughout this movie always thinks that loki is never there which is so great yeah. when a scene that comes up later yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah but um yeah i thought it was great man i love the refilling of the beer i mentioned earlier uh i loved uh I, I love the one scene where he's like, there's like that display of like needles or whatever the fuck that thing is. And mm-hmm. he's like playing with it and it dry fumbles all over the place. And Stephen Strange just looks at him and he's like trying to fix it. I don't, that shit always gets me. I love that in all movies. Like, I don't know why it's just so awkward when you break something, <laughs> but yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was great, man. I thought was, I, if anything, I would have liked Dr. Strange to maybe show up to, for that in battle or almost or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just cause I enjoyed seeing the, some, the escape or something. Yeah. Yeah, I just enjoyed seeing like I, I like the thing I like about Marvel that they finally got to with Avengers was I love seeing these characters together because they're such great actors. And when you get them all in a room, it seems like just magic happens, you know? Um, yeah. So uh, when those two showed up, because I didn't even think they were going to do that. I was like, what is that spinny shit? Where did I see that before? And I was like, oh, no, Doctor Strange. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and I was like super excited. Uh, I love when Loki drops back in in the scene. He's like, I've been falling for 30 minutes. It's like, oh, it's like genius. Like, I love like that off screen, like what other characters are going through stuff. Um, 
And then I love like when they're like, Loki's going to fight him. He's like, and then uh, Strange throws the portal over him. There's like, I'm done with this. I was like, Stephen Strange is so strong. What are you going to do like, in the next movie? He just like brings the portal forward. He's like, yeah, yeah I thought it was thought it was great man uh it was a good scene uh love uh you know i like any time a marvel character hero shows up with other marvel heroes so i'm always in for those two thumbs up on that scene oh yeah <laughs> stefan um i think i pretty much said my piece on that bit yeah. it did make me want to go back and watch dr strange again though <laughs> <laughs> i agree with that uh Just yeah back into it when, when the card drops when to- when uh, loki disappears thor just like pokes at it with the umbrella it's like loki yeah. Oh, yeah. that's one thing I do want to say is I like that he had the little umbrella, um, as it, his hammer was the little umbrella, like was the classic, disguised. yeah, like yeah. the classic Thor comics and shit. That was like that was a nice little touch. I really like that. Andrew. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, anytime, like just like what you guys said, like anytime they show up, it's great. That's also Yuka's favorite part again, cause her favorite Marvel movie is Doctor Strange. So I was definitely hearing some things from her during that fucking nice. yeah. scene. <laughs> um, and uh yeah like there was a half second where i was like what circle is that oh yeah it's dr strange and then um yeah i like that scene i think the main thing i want to say here is loki just comes off as weak now i mean, like like even when he ha- like brings out the two daggers and he's starting to run after him it's like yeah dude yeah. i just don't i mean i know dr strange has been a wizard for like five seconds but it's still it's seeming like your lifelong god ass is not going to be able to defeat him. Well, the thing is, like Loki is a, Loki's like a trickster. Like he needs some sort of powerful weapon or thing to sort of help him out. Like he gets other powerful people to do his job, basically. So he just like you know what I mean. So he's not a very powerful. But when he's char- he's just charging at maybe because he thinks he's a weak Earth wizard or something. But right, he's just charging at him with these two daggers and. He's he's just already been thrown around by Hulk and beaten a lot of times throughout this whole cinematic universe. So, and on top of that, I mean, his physical presence just isn't there. I mean, it works for him being a trickster, not a guy that's charging at someone. So, I don't know. It just it just really really came off as just a weak little bitch when anybody yeah. was walking or running towards him with those two daggers. Yeah, I mean, you're, that was you're the, saying, the you're idea. Saying, you're saying Doctor Strange came off as a little bitch? No, Loki. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Strange got—he's always on his toes. He's always thinking. He's always no, Strange comes off strong. Oh, and also, did they change the dialogue a bit from the teaser and Doctor Strange? Because I remember—I—I I could be remembering this wrong, but it seems like there was a, a some a line from Thor when he's like, "Well, uh, uh, Doctor Strange offers some tea, and then he goes, I don't drink tea,' and then it has a beer yeah. pop up in his hand." I remember that yeah. being the line, but that line wasn't it, in this. It Some, is possible. In in the next scene. No, it was in it. It was in the, it. I remember the next, the next scene that happens, uh, there's a big change, and we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, I mean, the thing is, uh, when you record it, when you make a teaser, it isn't going to necessarily be in the film, which is like upsets people. But that's what a teaser is in a trailer. It's to get you to go see the movie. No, I get it. I'm you totally know? okay with it. I just... I really love that original line, and I know things change from time to time. Hell, backgrounds change, like we're going to talk about in a few minutes yeah. here. Especially since they do a lot of improvisation, it felt like, in this movie. They changed the whole fucking background for, for a scene coming up. Anyway, go ahead, yeah. Joey. Uh, yeah, so that was a great scene. I 
again, just, you know, seeing Doctor Strange, just seeing these other characters sort of pop up in these Marvel movies. They're not like, they're not a major player, but they kind of help like, you know, move the plot along, like kind of help the character out. I thought it was great. Uh, the little nod to Sherlock Holmes, fantastic. Uh, love it. All right, so the next scene, we finally get to Odin and we get introduced to Hela. Um, and uh, we'll talk about, I, I guess I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Um, so I guess in the, the first Thor Ragnarok trailer, uh, it shows like, oh, let me start with this. So the first, one of the first photos that came out was of uh, Odin as like a bum in New York. Um, you see Anthony Hopkins, he's sort of dressed up like a bum in New York. The trailer comes out, Hella or Thor throws his hammer at Hella, and she's in like an alleyway. They're in like an alley. Mm. There's bricks and everything, and that's where she like breaks his hammer. And so with this scene, we're, we're in Norway, the scene I was talking about before, um, just kind of in a field where a cliff is, there's water uh, uh, down below. And so we're in the middle of the field, and it's basically sort of completely switched locations. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think of the whole, uh, you know, uh, them talking to Odin and the introduction to Hela? Uh, I'll just, I'll just try to keep it in order. Uh, um, I will say there was, it was, it was great to see them all together and like they weren't fighting or anything, but I honestly wish like maybe cause Odin the whole time is kind of like being like, you know, more Thor side. And I know Loki's done some shit, but he's still his son. You know, like he decided to adopt Loki and I wish he would have said like one good thing to Loki because I just didn't, I felt like it was more about Thor, even though Loki's sitting there and I was like, oh, I just wanted like some kind of moment for Loki. You know, I know he's a villain, but they don't really play him like a, like a, like, I mean, he does shitty things. I get it, you know, but it's like, he keeps coming back and it's almost like, he's not like your normal Marvel villain, you know, because it's like, you want to like him. You know, it's like you want Tom Hiddleston just to be by Thor's side at all times and just be as like, basically, you know, because you like seeing Tom Hiddleston and him together because they're both great actors. So I thought they could have done a little more, maybe extended that scene a little bit, maybe made it a little more heartwarming because it is going to be like until later on. But it's the last time Loki's going to see his like stepfather and good or bad things that happen with his stepfather. I mean, you know, it's still, he's still raised Loki. So I don't know. I kind of would have liked a moment there. Um, Norway looks fucking awesome, by the way. Uh, maybe I should go sometime. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I was waiting for Kate Blanchett to show up, just waiting. I was like, what's her entrance going to be? How are we going to get her? There she goes. Um, Kate Blanchett's a fucking powerhouse, man. <laughs> it's, oh, <yeah. laughs> she just commands the fucking screen, dude. I, I don't know. Like, if I ever met her in person, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd be like, oh, my God, how do I even <laughs> talk to you? You know, like, I just feel like she has so much presence. And every time I see her, I always see that scene from Lord of the Rings where she turns evil for a split second when Frodo offers her the ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you're so scary. I would never, like, betray you ever, <laughs> you know. So uh, it was great, man. I was definitely interested to see where her character would go, what her I mean, obviously, she wants to rule Asgard. I knew that much, but very interested to see how her character would play out. So I thought it was a good introduction. I'm glad it wasn't like she showed up and killed Odin or something like that. Like, I'm glad Odin had his, like, send-off to go meet his wife and, like, you know, turn into particles or whatever the fuck that shit was, which I don't know. I I thought it was going to turn into, like, some kind of animal or something. That would have been cool. And then it was just like this kind of like, I don't even know what the, some swirly dusty shit. And I was like, ah, maybe you guys could have done something a little different, but whatever. I'm here for Thor and uh, 
hella at this scene at this point. So, uh, yeah, it was good, man. I mean, Stephen. Yeah, uh, this shit was awesome. Again, from a mythological standpoint, it's cool to see Loki and Thor and Odin just kind of like coming to terms with some shit. Um, I always thought Anthony Hopkins as Odin was just a great casting across the board. If that made yeah. any sense. <laughs> but, you know, like no, cl- I think cl- Clash of the Titans came out a while back and you had um, uh, what's his Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson as like Zeus and stuff. And like that was cool. You know, those movies weren't quite, they weren't that great, but. They were fun, um, but I was like, kind of shit. so this dead. this scene was cool. And then again, like how they changed the locations uh, from being like some alleyway in New York City and being a bum to like a more serene kind of magical moment. Yeah, um, in mm-hmm. Norway, and it was like, yeah, it was really cool. Again, like calling back to like the the origin of these characters. I'm just gonna sidestep on a small anecdote. One time, I was reading a book called The Sons of Odin about like their actual Norse myths that are that were like rewritten in the fifties. Anyway, I was reading this book at this bar and this girl comes up to me. She's like, what are you reading? And I'm like, Oh, you know, Norse mythology, Thor, Odin, Loki or whatever. And she's like, Ew, I don't like Marvel movies. I don't like superhero movies. And I was just like, Oh, I'm done with you. You can go <laughs> ahead and move along. On two levels. Yeah. And, uh, um, but anyway, so this scene was, it was awesome. It was a cool scene. It was a good way to kind of like move things along too. He's like, all right, I'm done here. You're, by the way, your sister's coming to destroy everything and we can't stop her. So bye. See ya. <laughs> you know, and then she comes in and then Mjolnir, like one of the best things I think about this movie is taking Thor's hammer away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, it made yeah. it, it made it really enjoyable to watch that. He wasn't this kind of like all powerful superhero. He, like in this, in the world of aliens and galactic I- interaction and shit, he was pretty normal, you know, just by considering all the other types of beings he ran into and things. And, and, and that was cool. Was, you know, this, this kind of Thor Hulk side adventure was a nice, you know, time. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Uh, playing off what you just said, man, um, uh, Stefan, uh, I, I read that the reason that he's he's not speaking as Shakespearean as he used to yeah. uh, is because he's just been around it. Tony and everybody on Earth for a long time now. <laughs> yeah, so it. yeah. It's actually a conscious effort for him to speak a little more normally. Yeah, and later That's why I love those roommate shorts that they did with him and like allowing <laughs> Thor to be funny, you know, are like, those canon? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably. I think they, so. they might be. Everything that Marvel does is canon. Marvel made them. Yeah, it's a, you know, I like that they had the, um, again, overall with this film, I'll just say real quick, I like how they did things a little differently and aren't trying to stick too rigidly to, like, the the canon of the comics in order to, for the MCU to be whatever. Right. What what was the exact scene again? I've kind of gotten lost here. What are we what's what are we talking about? Hello, this is where they're introduced and Zeus. Oh, it's farewell. Yeah. Oh yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think honestly, I think Odin is probably the weakest part of this whole movie. And then, uh, I, I mean, I know they needed him to die, but it seemed a bit forced here. I liked him. I, I mean, I kind of like the sparkly stuff visually. I mean, the visuals were fine. It's just a matter of like. The, just the general storytelling of it. But uh, other than that, yeah, it was cool. I mean, nothing really, I don't know. I, I guess this is, this was fine. I didn't have anything, nothing like really mind blowing. Yeah. I, I do agree that I think that uh, they should have said something to Loki. 
He's kind of gotten the shaft, although he has killed many, many people. I mean, this is like a fucking psychopath serial killer at this point. You know, he's trying to kill a whole planet. <laughs> so yeah. there is that. I get it. But also, this is a guy that knows he's about to die because he's about to let himself die. So he should have said probably something. Uh, maybe he's coming back in visions to Loki and we just don't see it. Or I don't know. Maybe it doesn't even matter at this point. But um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. That's all I got to say about that for now. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought uh, them being in Norway and sort of Odin's send-off, yeah, it's, I, I felt it seemed kind of forced. Like I didn't, I don't know if it was like, he just felt... He, it was his time to go. Like he was just too old. And it's like, I've lived many lifetimes and now I need to go to Valhalla with my wife and brethren. His, haunts, his past you know? is coming back to haunt him. <clears throat> yeah. That, that too. Uh, away, his, man. His, his firstborn. Firstborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, first. The one he daughter. made all the mistakes with. Yeah. Um, so seeing Hela come in, you know, Kate Blanchett, as Maddie said, just commands a screen and she's a, an amazing actress. And the fact that she's in like one of these movies is great. And, you know, she fucking killed it. And her, her special effects with her, you know, her headdress, it was Love great. Her so like pu- sort of pushing her hair. Yeah. Very BDSM for like pushing her hair back and the, the, the spikes oh, come so out sexy. or whatever, you know, she's just got the walk. She's great, man. Um, she was fierce, it, baby. Yeah, Fabulous. Forty-eight years old, and she's that hot. She's gorgeous. Mm. I love her. And then the, you her. know, Thor gets like super pissed at Loki, like he's about to fight him. Um, and then Loki calls the Bifrost, and so they escape. Um, Thor, or, you know, Thor is like, no, don't do that, because basically that that's going to be her way to. Uh, Asgard if he opens that up and that happens and she basically follows him so there's like a fight inside uh, the Bifrost and they basically lose she kicks them out and then they appear at Sakaar which is the planet of Planet Hulk uh, in that series you know we've all wanted people have asked and you know because we, we haven't had you know such great hulk films hulk solo movies uh they've been decent you know they basically get the ba- you know the, the basics of hulk but they've never been great films um and so everybody's like well you know let's try and remedy that and you know sort of bring about planet hulk and marvel didn't really want to do that but in a way they've done it with this mm-hmm. they sort of created that uh it, planet hulk kind of happened you know uh uh, uh off screen um, Hulk solo been? films are still owned by Universal. Oh yeah, okay. the same way that Fox has X Men. That's the one. Go. The one thing Universal has, as far as I know. Gotcha. Uh, and so basically, uh, we have the whole you know, Sakar where uh, Thor basically becomes enslaved by Valkyrie, uh, becomes a gladiator, uh, fights Hulk. Um, and so we can basically sort of skip ahead. I know we kind of, we kind of talked about the scenes yeah. and, you know, just kind of get our introductions to our Sounds characters good. and find out where we're going. So basically this whole next section will just be like Sakar. Like, would you, you know, basically what you guys think? How'd you, you know, all that. Um, so we'll start with Maddie. Oh, damn. That's a lot. That's a lot. To it is a lot. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, all right. So we've left off. He falls through the, 
the thingy thing falls into mm-hmm. the car. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I mean, when he lands on the planet, um, I knew I watched the, uh, I didn't read the comic, but I watched uh, the, the cartoon version of uh, Planet Hulk. I enjoyed it. And I understand why they didn't make a Planet Hulk movie, because I think that's something that animated movies and comic books should just, it works in that world. I don't know if you could have made an entire movie about that. You know, and not have any other characters show up. I think this was a great way to do it. Just get it in there and get out. You know, with Thor, great. Um, when he lands on the planet, um, yeah, it was great. Um, without, uh, what is her, what's her name? Is her name, what's the girl's Valkyrie. name? Valkyrie. It's, but isn't that what, oh, it is Valkyrie. No, and she, no, is it Valkyrie? No. Her name well, no, is different. She, she's, um, she's scrapper, about her. Scrapper. Yeah, she oh, yeah. She's like scrapper number such and such. And then, but she oh, has okay. another name. No. Oh. Look it up. Um, well, anyway, she should, like, I thought it was when Thor wakes up on the planet, uh, just seeing like the surroundings, he basically looks like he's on a garbage planet at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. and some, uh, I guess like the, the lower class show up and go, are you a fighter? Or are you food? And, uh, you know, uh, that ensues. And then, um, we get the introduction of scrapper, whatever, um, who, come to find later is a Valkyrie, which is fucking dope. Uh, she comes out and she's like, he's mine. And she finishes off a bottle of booze. And then she starts walking down a platform and then just fucking immediately falls off of it. It's called comedy genius people. <laughs> that was really, um, yeah, it was she, great. Uh, like, and, uh, it's all crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a great introduction to her character and just, I mean, that's kind of the, like, I mean, I think at that moment for me, it like set the tone for the rest of the movie. I know it like there was already comedy in it and stuff. It was funny, but it was like, oh shit, we got drunk fucking Marvel characters. This is good. This is my movie. <laughs> right. um, you know, so uh, it was great. Uh, she captures Thor. Um, you know, the thing that kind of bugs me about this movie a little bit is Thor still acts the way he does in the first movie. Because he's like, I'm Thor, God of Thunder. And it's like, dude, you've learned that you cannot use that shit. People don't care, especially right. when you're on a new planet. Right. So some of those lines kind of bug me a little bit because I would like to have seen a little more growth in Thor because I feel like he he's still kind of like, I like towards the end he does grow up like once he loses the iron shit. And like he gets the messages his father sends him like in the flashbacks or flash what fucking other dimension, whatever the fuck he goes to. I don't even know. Um but some of those scenes, I'm just like, oh, God, dude. Like, no one cares who you are on this planet. Like, like look, no one cares. You're not an Asgard, dude. Uh, it's just like when you went to Earth, no one knew who the fuck you were because no one knows anything about Norse mythology. So uh, that kind of bugged me, but I was like, all right, whatever. It's like Thor at this point. So, um, God, what the fuck happens next? Oh, then we meet the always wonderful Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is the grand Grandmaster. <laughs> Um, those scenes were great i my favorite scene in this entire thing like everything jeff goldblum does is comedy genius so yes i can't even remember everything it's the thing that's great is that they're very subtle which he does very well you know it's but my one of my favorite scenes is when thor's looking around in the chair and loki's just chilling over there Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just was like laughing i was like (laughs) of course like because i didn't know how loki they were gonna meet up or anything yeah and loki's like and i love yeah, I was just—I just loved that he was just sitting there chilling. Because of course Loki wouldn't be in the fucking pit, gonna be a fucking warrior. Because he's a smooth talker, y'all. He knows how to get what he wants. He's a trickster. So uh, I thought that was really funny. And then when he's like, "Hey, do you guys know each other?" He's like, "Oh no, no." And then it's like, "Oh, he's my brother." And he's like, "Yeah, sort of." <laughs> you know, like it was great. Um, 
Step I liked all that. Uh, the one girl, the one girl that's like uh, Grandmaster's right hand man, she is in um, a lot of the director's movies. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his yeah. name, people. So just oh, yeah. fucking, she's, you know, she's, she's in like a like the from Wilder people. Yeah, yeah, and she's great, and I love her. She's and she was fucking. Man. She for me, I love this. I loved when she was like, she just has this thing against the Valkyrie. <laughs> I love yeah. it. She's like, uh, I don't know. Just there's a lot of moments in between where she's like, when Starts she hands him the melted. She's trash. <laughs> yeah. Where you you just had that ready to go, didn't you? <laughs> I always uh, say the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's oh. just a lot of genius there. It's so much to talk about. It was um, a lot, like with Thor's in the in the chair. Yeah, and it's like a, moving around. Um, uh, but um, yeah, shit. Sorry, I'm trying to get through all my thoughts on. This. No, go, ahead, um, go ahead go ahead so anyway uh so anyway we know thor at this point um champion he gets thrown in the cell with these other fucking dudes that are also champions and is this so the guy what's the what's the creature's name Korg. Korg. and who's he K-O-R. played by is it, he's played by the one guy like the red-haired guy that's like friends with so, he yeah. played one of the werewolves and what we do in the shadows is that is him? That I, okay, I couldn't. I couldn't. I knew it was one of those guys, but I couldn't. That guy's comedy gold, by yeah. the way. Yes. Also, when you have a giant rock creature that has a very effeminate sounding voice, it's always comedy gold. Always. Because yeah. <laughs> what voice we expected. Loved it. Yeah. Expect is a deep, grumbly Hulk voice, but what mm-hmm. we get is genius. Um, hey man. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. Man. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, oh no, we're gonna have another Doug on our hands. Uh, yeah. You know, um, uh, I, I, I love how the director got in his comedy because Thor Ragnarok is not this kind of director's movie, but I love that he he gets his like voice in there and you know because Thor Ragnarok doesn't look anything like what we do in the shadows or Hunt for the Wilder People no. or anything like that. Like it's visually stunning and different from anything he's done. So I'm glad we had this moment with this one character and I'm glad he shows up. I'm glad he does not bite it. I like this little buddy, but the little roach guy, Meek. Meek. What he's a weird the, fucking dude, man. Like that's some, like he's always doing karate and shit in the back. Porn idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's that is what No good. No, that's some of the directors like I don't know. I feel like that came out of the director's mind. It's like, this is just fucked up. Let's just do it. Let's just see if we can get away with doing this weird fucking creature. He has knives for hands. Uh, <laughs> fucking great. Uh, so uh, Thor, Thor's meeting new people, making friends as Thor does. Um, and then we open up and we get to see him in his big fucking, like, we get to see who the champion is. We all know who the fuck it is. We know it's the fucking Incredible Hulk. It's about fucking time. Where have you been? Why are you here? I need things answered. Where's my Mark Ruffalo? Because I need him in all things. Um, but so we get Hulk and they, the fucking worst joke in this entire movie, in my opinion, is we're friends from work. It's stupid. I don't like it. I didn't like it when it was in the fucking teaser or the trailer or whenever the fuck it premiered. I did not like it. I didn't, it did not land. No one laughed in the fucking theater at that joke either. <laughs> Probably because they'd heard it, but I liked it. I, I just don't like it. I just like I they, uh, don't need it. They don't share an office. They fucking fight. <laughs> I don't need any of that shit. Uh, um, yeah, I mean uh, the fight scene was fucking dope. This is when we finally get to see go uh, Thor go full Thor mode, which is fucking great because you know you see all these classic comic book covers with him with the wide eyes and the thunder, and it's like where the fuck's that in the movie? You know, it's like he's always just using the hammer all the time, which is great. I like those fight scenes, dope. But oh, when he went full. Uh, full Thor mode, I was like, this shit's dope. My only question is, 
if you have a device planted in your neck that is like triggered by electricity and you are full of electricity, lightning, wouldn't that just like zap all that? We don't know that for certain. I was thinking that too. But he's the god of fucking thunder, man. Uh, he took out a fucking... No, I think it would. This is my only beef with the movie. I think it should have destroyed it. It could be some moment. other kind of like cosmic power. They didn't. It wasn't yeah, but it's like that's not shock, like. Mm, I, I think you're giving this. I think. I think you need. I think. Uh, Go ahead. See. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think at that moment I was like, because I immediately me. thought at after that I was like, wait, wouldn't that dis disable that like yeah. device? That they should have just that? had it like freeze him. That would have made a little more sense. Like. Yeah. Being like a but generation. I mean. This one little thing did not distract me from the movie. I wasn't, but it was a side note that I was like, but, um, so anyway, uh, he fights uh, Hulk. It's fucking great. I fucking love it. Great fight scene. Uh, yeah, honestly, when it first started, I was like, man, is Hulk not going full Hulk here? Like what's going on? Like I saw him pummel the fucking Hulk buster and that scene was fucking dope. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but then he does it. Eventually everyone starts fighting and like, cause Thor's holding back because it's his friend. And, uh, but yeah, oh, man, it's fucking. It was a fun fight scene. Um, shit. Then we fucking wait. With Thor gets, uh, we wake up in Hulk's bedroom. He's in. He's in the hot tub, which they make a joke about, which is very funny because why would Hulk be in a hot tub? Who knows? But you know why not? He's got sore muscles. Doesn't mean just because he's the Hulk and he fights, he doesn't get sore. He just gets angry. So who knows what happens afterwards? Uh, this is. You know, some actual speaking roles from the Hulk, which I thought were really funny and good. The voice kind of bugged me at first, but it grew on me as, like, it progressed. Um, I don't know what I expect from a Hulk voice. It wasn't that when I heard it, but I enjoyed it afterwards. Um, fuck, man, there's so much that happens on this fucking planet, dude. <laughs> Hulk like um, Yeah, all that shit's great. Uh, Hulk's awesome. Hulk. I love that uh, he's kind of happy where he is because he doesn't want Banner to come back. I love that whole conflict. I've always loved the whole Hulk and banner conflict that they don't really like each other but like banner tries to like you know kind of straddle that line um with the hulk and hopefully they'll explore that a little more in infinity war or give some nods to him like finally controlling the hulk but um i don't know i just i i, I was i really like that like having that other personality that you have to like keep under control um fuck um uh, that stuff's really fun. Uh, then we found out that uh, Scrapper is a Valkyrie. That's awesome. Then we we don't get that scene yet. Oh my god, dude, this is so much. Um, fuck. <laughs> this all set run the everything. Whole thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just trying to like because I know I'm gonna miss shit, but I we'll wanted to say something. So. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, fucking yeah. That whole planet's a fucking. The whole planet's a hey to Hulk or something, right? And well, they, they go to train. They go to train, and he, she, he, she's like, "What does she call him? Like big guy or something?" And he goes, "Angry lady." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was great. I loved that. I love that Hulk is like crushing on her too, and they they allude to that later on. Um, because like I think Mark Ruffalo when he turns back into Banner says something about like maybe there's like a line or something. I don't remember, dude. Movies are a blur anymore, man. Shit, got taken so much in a couple of hours. Um. Yeah, man, that whole that whole planet is fucking great. It's like an artist's design, all that shit. And then just like composers, like it must have been great to be Mark Mothersbaugh from D. Like who else would have done that score better than the guy from fucking Devo? Like it's fucking genius. Um, I love that score. I was like, 
when they first started the movie, I love the transition from like the traditional, like what you'd get from a Thor movie score to like this weird, like out of place kind of Jack. I never read any of the Jack Kirby stuff. I've seen like so much of his artwork and I felt like that music captured his style for like all the stuff they took to put into the planet. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, man, it's great. I love that we got a little um, Black Widow action in it. Um, I'm glad that love with her. I like that that's a love story still. Um, and, you know, I like that we got a little, um, uh, the little, like when he goes back and watches the video to see like what actually happened to the Hulk, you get that little flash, we get that little scene a little bit. That was cool. Uh, lots of good jokes. I don't know, man. Someone else go. I can't talk. There's so much to talk about. Stephen. Andrew. Okay. Uh, let's see. So we're on Sakaar. Uh, yeah. The only thing is on here, I really would like, I would have liked for them to have some sort of line or something as to why he is Hulk for so long. They said two years. I mean, is it, I wish there was something to do like the grandmaster made it to where he was uh you know bombarded by extra gamma rays or something some sort of comic booky explanation or yeah something like that whenever he sent him back to his room he sleeps as the hulk or or something like that and that's also how the hulk has grown to be able to talk because he stayed as the hulk for so long because i'm assuming on the earth when he's there he's he's 99.9 percent .9 of the time of his life as banner actually it's just that 0.1% that is just awfulness. And uh, I, I think that that part was a little bit unexplained and it doesn't really hurt the plot really at all, but it did, it did kind of seem like, uh, like, I don't know, like it seemed like usually that would be explained at least to some degree. Um, maybe I'm too hung up on that. I don't know. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, Thor saw Hulk's dick. That was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't know. Well, that's um, never going to leave. Well, that's imprinted in my brain forever. Yeah, that's in my mind now. <laughs> that's never leaving my mind. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I... The thing's got to be huge, too, just by the way. I can't even... Dude, I can't fuck, fathom how big that is. This girl I was dating by the time we saw Avengers 1, uh, I won't say her name, but uh, she said that she and her friends would often talk about which Avengers had the biggest dicks. Nice. <laughs> he said that Banner had the smallest, Thor probably the biggest. And uh, but the thing is, Banner would have the biggest and the smallest, right? No, I think I think Banner's probably packing all the way around. You think so? It's the smart guys you don't expect. Skinny guys too, right? It's like, of course, the muscly, handsome one. Oh, he's gonna have the biggest dick. That's not necessarily true. That's true. Girls. Got that girth. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? I get. I don't know, man. It's hard for me to. I can't remember like everything about it, but I did like. I I did laugh my ass off whenever she just fucking fell off that fucking uh, runway. That oh, yeah. ramp. It's, that ramp so thing. That that shit was hilarious. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that that's all I got to say about Sakar. Oh, Goldblum, fantastic. Uh, I mean Kevin Smith usually uses this uh, terminology, this phrase, he says, chewing the scenery. Mm -hmm. yeah. Basically just having fun as hell acting and just really leaning yeah. into it. Jeff Goldblum was chewing the fucking scenery, dude. And it was great. Yeah, it was really good. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, I didn't hear you. I didn't watch that, but a second ago. Um, so for, 
you know, everything on Sakaar was great. I thought there was a lot of really good world building there. Everything was really funky. It felt like heavy metal to me. Um, like yeah. The, com- the comic uh, anthology comic series. Um, you know, it felt like the heavy metal movie to me more than anything at times. Like just those sweeping shots with like this crazy, like kind of like electro metal classical kind of shit going on. Um, and just the color, man. Like this is what happens when you give somebody from uh, like a tribal kind of like background uh, upbringing and hand them a superhero film. It's just nothing but color and like glyphs, alien glyphs everywhere, you know, and it was like equal parts Blade Runner, equal parts Akira. Um, all of the characters you meet on Sakaar are great. Valkyrie's great. Jeff Goldblum's amazing. I like the detail and the, uh, the like, the Jack Kirby kind of detail and the guards. Um, they look, they all looked like, um, what are they, uh, Celestials, you know, to some degree. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Korg, uh, you'll all be surprised to find out, was played by director Taika Waititi himself. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> I would I thought the red redhead dude from his movies as well, or maybe the younger guy from What We Do in the Shadows who gets turned. Um, I was like, who is that voice? And like, you know, that's the obvious uh, Occam's Razor. The simplest answer is often, most times, the true answer. Something I'm paraphrasing, but. <laughs> He was fucking funny as shit, man. Can't get enough of me. Some Taika Waititi or that that New Zealand sense of humor, man. It's really revolutionary, I'd say, uh, since fucking Flight of the Concords onto where we are now with Thor Ragnarok in terms of the New Zealander kind of like influence. It's great. I thought it I might be Jermaine Clint to, uh, too yeah, when yeah, I first somebody, heard it. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all the creatures and stuff, all the aliens when they started a revolution. Uh, and then you had like the three headed dude and then like you had all these different characters just kind of come out the woodwork. And, you know, like I said earlier, there's a little s- something for everybody in this film. Hulk, Hulk gets a few moments and these aliens get a bunch of good moments. Sakar was dope. Goldblum, dope. Thor Ragnarok is dope. My dog's barking. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I thought the, you know, it was a lot to sort of unpack here in this <clears throat> you know, probably full hour, if not more on Sakaar, um, you know, like Thor in the chair. And then he's like looking around and um, J- he looks to his left and like Jeff Goldblum's like right up on him with the keyboard, like playing. That was great. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. He's like the spaceship. Oh man. I love it. Or, uh, I love that joke too. Some of the jokes were fairly adult, man. I appreciated that shit was funny. Cause then again, it felt like heavy metal. There's a scene where like uh, Thor's, I guess during the sort of waiting room before they go, you know, do their fights. Uh, and he's okay. chatting with Korg and like, he tries to find an exit and he's like, wait, wh- what's up with this room? He's like, it's a circle, but it's uh, but it's not a circle. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a like a freaky circle. Like a freaky circle. Yeah. Loki shows up, and he's like, "Oh, you're not really here." And starts throwing rocks at him. He's like, "Gonna start a revolution in the." Stop. The Thor fight was great, man. Um, You know, Hulk started just like pummeling the shit. Like that that big jump he did there at the. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. um valkyrie's just like hanging hanging like that i thought that was really cool she's like brings her ship down and like 
hangs it, you know, way above and just like she's drinking her like super tall boy, like <laughs> gasoline fucking beer or whatever. Um, Hulk just like fucking jumps up like, you know, sky ta- you know, uh, a skyscraper, you know, jump, comes down, pummels the shit out of uh, Thor. Um great scene and loki's like you know you see hulk come out like loki oh, yeah. like loki like cowers oh yeah i i love that scene where uh he does the thing the thor that he did to loki in avengers yeah. one and he's yeah. like <laughs> he's like now you know how it feels yeah <laughs> it. yeah yeah that was good um and their exit is called the devil's anus so <laughs> so in the trash world uh, you know, there's these just portals out of the sky that's just like dumping trash. It's like at the beginning, you know, Thor's like, like ship crashes and Thor's like dodging like trash, like being dropped out of the sky. And so their way out is like, you know, the big one, which they call the Devil's Anus. It's like, you know, the bigger sort of portal dropping trash. Um, and they got to head that way. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Valkyrie helps them, and, you know, she's got her ship. Her ship was fucking cool. Like, she's got the, like, um, you know, it like I guess these gloves that basically the arms of the ship react. So she's just like, it, you know, when she um, when she wants to capture Thor, they're like, "Oh, what are you gonna do, woman?" You know, and she's like, "Oh, really?" You know, she's drunk. She like looks at her gloves, and like some blue rings come around, and the the arms of the ship react to her her arms, and then just fucking blow everybody away. That was rad. Um, and then they uh, they escape. And they go up to Devil's Anus, <laughs> which uh, conveniently takes them to Asgard, uh, where the and so during this during this whole Sakar thing, we see that Hela um, is uh, at Asgard and she's talking with uh, uh, fuck, what's his name, Scourge, um, and she's basically talking about how Odin had basically created a lie, <clears throat> the history of Asgard. Uh, you know, this beautiful golden city is all was all made by you know the ruins of other cities during their conquests. The plunder, uh, the plunder of uh, Odin and his firstborn Hela, and she's riding uh, Fenris, I believe is the name, the big wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Odin has you know as he did also uh, back in the Jack Kirby comics, uh, he had his helmet was that almost that same sort of. Uh, uh, horny, uh, you know, sort of uh, antlers, antlers, you know, sort of helmet, horny, horny. <laughs> um, and uh, and so you sort of she breaks down the ceiling, which is painted over with all these nice little like paintings of drinking wine and peace and Odin being nice and whatever. And she breaks it, and you actually see the ceiling, which was above, which is all like pillage and plunder and fire and war and death. Um, and uh, then she goes down to the very, you know, she goes dramatically appropriate for the oh, yeah. age. She goes down to the, the the lowest part of Asgard, which is where the sort of, I guess, the original uh, armies were. I don't know if they were. I guess they're just undead at this point. Uh, and on her way there is the uh, Eternal Flame, which was actually what Surtur was looking for at the beginning of the film. Uh, which would make him grow as tall as a mountain to create Ragnarok. So the, the flames there, she resurrects her army and resurrects, uh, her wolf. Um, 
to basically sort of start the war. And then I think we go to, um, let's see. So there's those two, those two scenes. There's one other I'm trying to remember. Um, but anyway, the Valkyrie scene, the Valkyrie. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, I guess on their way. So, okay. So on their way, like Valkyrie's, you know, she's, she's trying to uh, like not be a Valkyrie anymore. Anyway, she's on this planet and she's like, I'm not a Valkyrie anymore. Uh, all my sisters died fighting Hela. I'm not going back. I'm just going to drink myself to into a stupor and just like collect these collect these chicks. Uh, you know, I'm going to get these bounties, and that's what I'm going to do. You know, uh, Thor talks her out of it. Uh, she basically becomes a Valkyrie again, and we get uh, and the way he does that is to basically she grabs her, I guess, by the head and makes her remember. Uh, you know, this battle of when she was a Valkyrie, when she was this like fierce warrior, the, the best of the best, these all women warriors, not unlike the mascara of Wonder Woman, you know, the sort of Amazons. These are like, this is like the elite force, these women Valkyries. So they all go up against Hela, they get defeated, and which I think was a beautifully, like, like you said, it was like this old, like, masters, like, painting. Yeah, like the look of it. With these, they're like coming out of the clouds and there's like a storm in the back and it's like the way it's lit is beautiful and like, you know, hell is just like it, I, everything's in slow motion and hell is throwing her, um, you know, her spikes at everybody and like, you know, all, everybody's falling and dying and she's Valkyrie, uh, you know, our girl Valkyrie is headed towards her to like get a kill in. But um, uh, Hela throws one of her spikes at her and like the last Valkyrie other than uh, uh, our Valkyrie basically saves her. Uh, and so she basically gets knocked out and, you know, becomes a runaway. Uh, so the other thing that's happening while we're at uh, Sakaar is um, we have Heimdall. At some point, the sword was stolen uh Heimdall stole the sword so like Hela can't go anywhere other than Asgard she's sort of stuck so she's going to resurrect her army she's going to talk about the past um and you know she's going to take over uh Asgard because she basically kills like half the army um Heimdall steals the sword he's like he's gathering all the people of Asgard out into the woods you know sort of a safe haven uh to keep them away from Hela uh, so that's so that's kind of where Heimdall has been. He's been sort of, uh, in a way, I guess he's also been preparing because we don't really know why he left. I think they mentioned it. Oh yeah, um, they did. Did what, he what was, was because, because he went against the king's rule, like in the, right. the second film, and Odin he got, him. Well, he didn't banish him. He had to stay in trial. But Heimdall was like, "Fuck y'all! I'm just gonna go hide in the woods." Apparently, yeah. So it seems like he's just been preparing for you know I whatever and just didn't think like what he did was wrong which i mean it wasn't because it was all for thor and that's why we're here <laughs> yep and so so that's kind of been happening you know the resurrection of the army heimdall stealing the sword and uh getting the people out of there um and so now we've gone through the devil's anus and we're back at asgard for the final fight would you guys think of the the rest of the film the, the final uh the final fight um, all right, cool. So, I mean, it seemed like it was a bit much getting through the devil's anus. It seemed like it was hard and tough, and <laughs> as you'd expect from the devil's anus. Um, 
But, you know, they land. They got to take care of all this shit. Uh, they got to take care of Hela. Uh, I love that. Okay, so this is my big issue. Where's where's Sif? Yeah, uh, where's Sif? Lady, okay, yeah, she did not show up. I know she's doing that show Blind Spot or whatever the fuck it's called on ABC or NBC or one of those fucking things. But it's like there was no mention of her, but everyone else goes out. So I got really worried for uh, Heimdall because I was like, please do not take Idris Elba out of this movie because he's great as this character and he should continue on throughout the films. But, and the whole time I was waiting, I was like, all right, so Sif isn't around. Maybe she's venturing, but I feel like she would hear the call or something, you know, like they're all in tune. She'd be on her way back. So I was kind of just, the whole time I was waiting for her to show up and like help, like she would like, when they're like on the bridge doing that final fight, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it was just kind of weird that they didn't even mention her. Cause I mean, I don't know. I thought she was pretty bad at She's in but the other two movies. So right. Yeah, like you even mentioned Natalie Portman, a fucking love interest um, to like explain where she is, but you don't give a badass woman warrior any kind of explanation where she's been no. unless it happened in dark world. Something happened to her, which I don't remember. I don't think anything did. Did she die in dark world? No, they don't. They only I, have one of the Warriors three, actually. Or do they show those? No, I'm, no they're there. Yeah, I'm looking, looking it up now. We definitely it's definitely a shooting conflict with Blindspot, yeah, and okay. they just didn't really want to address it. It was just too fast. They didn't give her enough notice. Basically, is what it's looking like. Okay. Yeah, because all the other three are dead. So I mean, yeah, hella takes I them, assume... which I was bummed about. Oh yeah, dude. I was like, what? Ray? What? What is it? Ray Stevenson? Is that the guy who plays the uh, bearded, uh, red bearded dude? Is it Winstone? Yeah, Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love him, man. Punisher Warzone. Y'all remember yeah, it? Yeah. Take yeah. note, watch it if you don't, because it's Black, fucking genius. Black Sailors, uh, man. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of sad for him to go out. Uh the uh the other uh um yeah, they just sucked, man. I was not a fan of it. Um, I guess you know, they still get we gotta make sure that hell is bad. So what's the best way to do that? Kill off Thor's best buddies. All right, gotcha. Noted. Yeah, they, Check mark done. All right. Hella is a shitty person. Um, they talk about uh, the eternal flame, man. I was, I was wondering if they were going to use that to sort of resurrect those guys because they've been resurrected in the comics. Like, you know, there was a Ragnarok that had happened in uh, like 2005 or something in the comics, and then they got resurrected in like 2007. Uh, yeah. So I was wondering if, like, oh, bring them back. But I guess not, man. The Warriors 3, gone. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, that sucked. Uh, and then, like I said, I was worrying about Sif just cause I was like, I was waiting for that entrance to, you know, like have Thor, you know, I don't know, some kind of connection like Thor seer and be like, Oh, I still have a friend, you know, and, uh, or a childhood friend, I guess. And, uh, that didn't happen. So I was kind of bummed about that. Um, didn't really understand why we couldn't get like a, like some kind of mention of why she wasn't there. Um, but whatever, uh, moving on. Uh, love for getting Thor getting his eye ripped out, dude. Mm, so good. I love when that shit happens. That's love great. It. I, lo I, lo I love that he has his little eye patch now. At the yeah, end of it, um, that's not even in the comics, man. That's that's movie. That's that's, yeah, that's, that's new. Cool. Yeah, I, I like that they did. Yeah, I, I love that they did it. I didn't see it coming too, so that was that was awesome. Because I was like, oh, what's she gonna do? And I was like, oh shit, she's fucking poked out his eye, dude. That's gone. That shit's gone. You ain't getting that back. Um, I, one of my biggest disappointments with this is because I, in the trailer, you see Hulk go up against the wolf and I was like, this fight is going to be dope. I can't wait to see him just battle this wolf and have this kind of extended, like just kind of knock down drag out with his other big kind of like monster being. I was like, yeah, 
This is good. And then that fight took like two fucking seconds, dude. It was a piss poor fight scene. Yeah, yeah. I hated it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I would have loved to seen Hulk like rip his jaws apart, but maybe cut away before he does it. Something sure. cool, you know. Hulk, like you know, make him because when when the um, the wolf bit him and it started drawing that green blood, um, okay. I was like, oh shit, you're gonna make because I was hoping because he like in the comics and some comics the the matter Hulk gets the bigger he gets, and I've always wanted to see that in the I know in the Ang Lee one apparently it happens um, that he does get bigger the angrier he gets. So I was kind of hoping we might like maybe the director would be like, all right, we're gonna show you get Hulk grow a little or something, not like a lot, just like you know just maybe watch his muscles tense and see some more veins pop up or something crazy. And like, Oh shit, it's going down right now. He's fighting. Like, this is going to be where he takes the wolf out. Cause he's so mad. And then it's like, Oh, he just fell down the waterfall. And I was like, this is fucking, are you kidding me? <laughs> like you have the fucking Hulk fighting a giant fucking wolf. And this is what you get. <laughs> you know, I was just like, all right. I was just really disappointed in that. I really was really hoping that would be like a really awesome fight scene. Um, I, however, going back to that, I will say that when Hulk jumps, when he comes back and jumps onto the Demon Lord and starts beating him, and they're like, Hulk, no, no, don't smash. Hulk, no smash. And he comes <laughs> back, and they're scene. like, and he was like, but monster. And I was like, oh, this is adorable. I just want to hug you because you want to kill the monsters, but you can't because <laughs> it's not part. You got to let him do what he's got to do. I thought it was great. I loved it. I love that scene. Um, yeah, I thought the whole fight scene with uh, one that's um, when Loki go when they do the little side mission with when Loki runs off to get the Eternal Flame to bring uh, old old Demon Lord back. Totally forgot his name. I've been drinking, so Surter. I apologize. Surter to bring him back. I thought, oh, this is great. And then he looks at the uh, is that the Tesseract he looks the at? Tesseract, yeah. And I was like, what you going? Because I I thought the uh, alternate there the scenes at the end were going to be him doing some bullshit again with that. But I guess it was just a nod to, oh, remember when you had that in your possession? Things mm -hmm. did not go well for you. So um, I thought he was going to pull some bullshit with that. Well, I mean, maybe he does later in Infinity War. Who knows? Um, it's Loki. He's up to all kinds of tricks. But, um, uh, yeah, I just thought it was cool. I liked uh, that Thorn Valkyrie had uh, their – I'm just going to call her that because I don't know the fucking name. Um, IMDB uh, lists her as Valkyrie, actually. I looked yeah. at okay. That's what I put. <laughs> So she's Valkyrie, Valkyrie. Okay. Anyway, yeah, um, Valkyrie, uh, Valkyrie. I know it's kind of weird. She, her name is her position. I, I don't. It's not explained. That, well. That's her name in the comics as well. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that fight scene was pretty cool between uh, Kate Blanchett and that and um, Thor and Valkyrie. Um, I like that uh, Korg showed back up, get some fighting in. Really sad when his little buddy went down. Oh. But yeah. then we find out he's not dead. So yay. Um, <laughs> Um, what else? Fuck. Uh, I like the hella fight scene with uh, Surtur at the very end. I thought it was cool. It's kind of we knew what was going to happen, but I liked that they gave us that like action moment, like her last ditch ditch effort to like kind of maybe survive. Um, and I liked that like the uh, this had to play out. It's been written, you know, in the in the ancient tomes. It's been written. This is how it goes down. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I I liked one. Corgos said, well, mate, it's not that bad. Maybe we can rebuild. You know, there's a lot of room to, and then it explodes. And he's like, yeah. he's like, well, oh, there's no more. No more foundation. Yeah. And, um, Bless you. yeah, I just Bless thought you. it was a, I th honestly, I thought it was a great ending. I thought, uh, 
when they're all on the ship. I really, you, you know what I really wanted when Thor goes to sit in the throne after he like puts on the eye patch and stuff. I really wanted him to have like a fucking King speech, you know, like just to rally the Asgardians to be like, we'll find a new home. This isn't the end. Some bullshit like that, you know, mm-hmm. but he just like sits in a chair and then waves at him. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of wanted that moment and maybe him to stumble over his words and, you know, I don't know. Some, I feel like that scene could have been written better. And you have the talent there to write a better, like a really cool speech and kind of give this hope to like, you know, the the remaining people of just watching their fucking planet get destroyed, man. You know, like you need that. That's what you want your president to do, right? Like if a tragedy happens, you want them to have a great speech to like empower you. And I felt like Thor needed that moment. And I felt like that was a missed opportunity. I would have really liked to have seen that. But I don't know. Maybe I just expect that from movies now. Maybe that's my fault. Maybe we should just break the fucking mold, Maddie. Jesus. Um, uh, but yeah, I just, I, Thor Ragnarok is a fucking great film. It's visually stunning. Like I said in the beginning, the soundtrack is fucking dope. Everyone does their job. But give me that Infinity War, motherfucker. I need it now, not next year. I know it's close. I know. I'll wait the six months. Ugh. You'll wait the six months. Stefan? Um, yeah, I felt like it rounded out all pretty good. It was a little lackluster with that Hulk fight. Could have been more, but I actually didn't. There's so much going on. I like kind of didn't mind so much. Um, and that's about as much as I like the Hulk. I mean, I like the Hulk, but it's not like one of my favorite characters. So I'm like, uh, whatever. Yeah. They, they kind of just fell off the bridge and just yeah. kind of became, Oh, the, the fight's yeah. happening down there. We'll do, we'll cut back to it once or yeah, twice. And it seemed yeah. like in that end, in those moments, they had to like take that time to kind of sew a few strings Mm-hmm. um together um but yeah it was it was cool seeing um scourge's turn to you know being more of like a a good guy you know he's as guardian and everything and then finally get to use his machine guns that was cool and then and then like for an army that's so disposable like skeleton warriors and shit they looked fucking awesome when they died and when they were yeah. fighting like it was so good just to see, you know, again, it was like really heavy metal. And then on the bridge when Thor is starting to fuck everybody up to immigrant song again, it was like, you know, it was, and, and, and at this point Valkyrie has her uniform on and she was such a badass man. I love her. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, having Loki, like, you know, it was kind of like, this was a real feel good fest for Marvel fans. It was just like, yeah, we know like, you know, Loki may be a bad guy again later on, but he's basically like a good guy right now. So whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's cool. It was like super fun. And like, I agree with Maddie. There should have been some kind of like moment there. Um, I feel like the most emotional the film got for me was when the Hulk was trying to get to him in the, in the, in the Quinjet and was destroying it. He's like, no leave, no, you stay and shit like that. Yeah. That was about, a, that was about the depths of like emotional, um, that uh, emotion that I felt in the film. Uh, so it would have been nice something near the end, but it was kind of, it was cool seeing them on a fucking spaceship and him in a throne. Like for the Marvel cinematic universe, Thor is definitely different than the comic book Thor at this point. It's like changed. Um, and then even Taika Waititi, he was reading like uh, um, comments from fans and shit. And somebody was like, what am I looking at here? Everybody, I forget what, I forget what the exact comment was, but um, it was basically like, this is not like your typical Marvel movie. Is it like your, or is like, this isn't your typical serious Marvel movie. This looks like more of a comedy. And he's like, it is more or less. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, look at the poster. They're aliens, you know, they're space aliens. And so that's kind mm-hmm. of the angle that they came from. Um, 
instead of it being like so deeply rooted in the comic book lore and like I like that they allowed Taika Waititi to have that freedom to kind of like explore and change things and push on forward to because Infinity War it's going to be all about who's the who are the most bankable actors and how like what their scenes are going to be like together and shit you know to a certain degree um, and then another degree will be plot development and having certain actors have to be next to one another or whatever. But, you know, they're like developing the store character and to Chris Hemsworth's own version of, of what this character's like. And I thought it was a fucking dope movie. Is Infinity War two films or is it it's, one? Uh, one's Infinity War and then the rumor is that the the sequel as thus now is just Avengers four but the rumor okay. is that it's going to be infinity gone it is two movies though it yeah, is two, okay got it. two movies got yeah okay so that's just a minor spoilerage for those filmed back to back yeah right on mostly in atlanta dudes who wonder's gonna die Cat dude there will be I'm, I'm i'm predicting some major deaths with the major with the four main cast even tony probably more than likely he's old yeah, Tony and Tony. I think Tony and Cap. Anyway, it's a whole this topic. Uh, yeah, they re re in there. Ironheart. Yeah. Something, yeah. We, right, we're yeah. going over like um, like the overall uh, shit, or what's going on here exactly? Yeah, we're still we're still at the end. I want to see what you thought of the end. The end scene. Yeah, um, I agree with Maddie that there could have been something there. They're trying to hint that he's not. They're trying to. I guess you could say hint. They're they're, they're hinting that he's not really used to being a king yet because it just fucking happened. So he doesn't really know how to give an order out yet, but yeah. still he's kind of been waiting for this his whole life. Uh, and I guess he's had some detours on earth and stuff, but he's finally made it in one way or another. So there is that, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I think visually it was great. The action was great. Um, a lot of the external conflict was great. I, d- I mean, like I said in the beginning, I think you got to ask yourself like, it, it it just kind of seemed like he'd already made up his mind about how he felt about Loki in between movies somewhere. Like it's like, it's like he had that character arc off screen concerning o- o- Loki. Like he, it's, it's an interesting move where he's just sort of kind of given up on him. Like you're always going to be this way and I'm always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Like it's interesting, but it, it, it seemed to happen. It seemed like they, it just happened before even this movie started. So the movie's not about that. And then, I mean, I just kind of wonder like what exactly is the internal thing going on for Thor in this movie? It's basically, it's, it's really not much. I, I think it's just the, the movie's kind of stuck in the second, in this long second act. I think mm-hmm. it's like them uh, kind of like MCU warning in his, his growing up a little bit in this, in this familial kind of like, relationships he has with his sister and his brother and his father and his place with it all and it's kind of like it's more about him and and odin i guess and him coming to terms with the fact that asgard really isn't that glorious where we get all this gold again i really like that line a lot uh and uh what else um i don't know i think that was basically those those things are kind of like what kind of uh, were the minuses for the movie, but again, I do like him losing his eye. I like the him losing the um, the hammer, and 
it's like you're try they're trying to strip down Thor. They're trying to take away a lot of his power. And I do, I guess there was a little bit of internal conflict stuff there where he's like, well, the power never, never came from your hammer. It, it was just supposed to be an object for you to focus on to increase your power. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was yeah. great. I actually really enjoyed that part a lot. And like, whenever they're like, what were you the God of again? Man, that is the fucking yeah, shit. That shit was good. Mm-hmm. That's, That's my so shit. Good. That is my shit. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that that kind of stuff is shoehorned in kind of near the end. And the beginning of the movie isn't really about Thor trying to find himself. It's, Thor kind of knows who he is already, except for, I mean, it, it should have shown more, maybe like I'm leaning too much on this hammer and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they could have done it, but, um, and it's hard. To, I guess I think it's kind of hard to do that in a huge, in like universe of movies. Uh, it's just, it's like another episode in this long, humongous arc of a fucking like 20 movie thing. So it's, it's, I guess that's tough, but at the end of the day, again, like I said before, it's my favorite Thor movie. I, I worked on the Thor one Blu-ray. I was a quality control guy for the American and Japanese Blu-ray discs. I saw it 20,000 times. (laughs) Um, and the the special features and all that. <clears throat> um, I wasn't working at that same spot whenever they did Thor two, but I saw Thor two in Iceland. And when I saw it in Iceland, the movie stops in the middle of the fucking movie, and we're like, "Is there some was something wrong with this movie?" And you know, everybody in Iceland speaks English near perfectly, and they uh, said, "Oh, it's intermission. Every movie in Iceland has intermission." Oh, well, man, like, oh. I, I want an intermission. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so the, yeah, it was kind of cool. I mean, good. Iceland, they're, they're long lost cousins, basically, of Norway. So I was sort of in the, uh, in the area of the ancient Vikings when I saw Thor yeah. 2. So I've had a very interesting, um, I think anyway, a very interesting history watching Thor movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess, I, I mean, that's all I got to say about that. I, I really enjoyed it. I think they really found, they found out make it power metal, <laughs> you know, and add some <laughs> New Zealand humor to it. Oh, yeah. um, and you have like shots like those Valkyries with on the fucking horses, dude. Oh, man. Oh, I, could have, dude. I could have used a lot of that. Dude, that was my shit. Um, my shit? That was my shit. I, I don't know. I think that's, that's basically all I got to say about that for now. Yeah. Nice. I thought the end scene was good. I, I definitely see what you guys are saying. Um, I mean, Thor has been a, been alive for a long time you know and he's always just sort of been this like sort of dumb he parties a lot you know loki's the trickster you know thor's the big dumb jock you know so i guess i didn't really expect him to give a big rousing speech at the end i think it would have been good for him to sort of like even if he did stumble on his words because they just again lost their world you know, like Asgard is gone. Yeah, that's true. It just um, happened. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. Um, but like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I it probably could have happened, <clears throat> but I could definitely see that happening um, in, in, if they were to do another one because like in the comics back when I said there was a Ragnarok in like 05 and they got resurrected in 07, um, there's a big Marvel um, 
sort of crossover event like Civil War and all these others that have been coming out. It's called Siege. Um, actually, this I think this happened before. Uh, so Ragnarok basically got not sorry, not Ragnarok. As Asgard got resurrected on Earth. You know, it was like in some like flyover state. Um, and Ragnarok it, is basically the end times, yes. revelations type of shit in Norse mythology, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, and so I'm wondering if like Earth is where they're going to go to sort of rebuild Asgard. And basically, and basically Earth, it was like they, I guess they found like, a, I don't know if they found like a chunk, but it was, it was like a floating, uh, you know, sort of city castle that was there and sort of that became Asgard, which is like above like, you know, all these like farmland. Um, and so that, so that's what that happened. I'm wondering if that's where it's going to go. And then he can sort of become more of a, a kingly figure now that he's lost his eye, which is like, again, something new to his lore in, in the comics. Now he has lost his arm. He's got like a metal arm. And Jeez. he was no longer he was no longer worthy of the hammer, so he didn't have a hammer for a long time. He still doesn't have it, I believe. Uh, Jane Foster has it, and so she's like the female Thor right now. Um, but um, I thought that the scene where uh, so so at, at some point Hulk had turned into Banner. I think after listening to the um, the Black Widow tape, turns back into Banner. Uh, Valkyrie doesn't know who he is. He's like, who's this guy? Uh, but they get to the point where they're after the devil's anus and Thor's down there and they're going to fight. And, and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm gonna go down there. And she's like, what? And he's like, he's like, you'll see. So he just, oh, yeah. he jumps out the plane. <laughs> oh, this is great. And then they're, they're, they're about to battle with the, with the wolf on the bridge. And you just oh, see yeah. banner just like land, just fucking face first, just plop on the bridge. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I guess that didn't work out, you know. Dude, that was a hell of a smack, too, man. <laughs> <It was. laughs> the motherfucker died, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was that was good. The only thing that kept him alive was the rage of the Hulk. Yeah, saved yeah. Banner's life. Like, Fuck, I love that. That hurt. I love that. I love that. That fucking that that like you could kill Banner almost, you know, if he was barely alive, and the Hulk is just so powerful. Could bring, he, back. Like, bring you back from like the brink of death it's oh it's great yeah, it's great i understand, I understand. Right that kind of is enough sense for me like i know andrew you had an issue with like him like not explaining why he was in the hulk for so long but i just feel like the hulk is so powerful like it could overtake him so if like banner fell out of that ship and passed out banner passed out then the hulk could take over so I don't yeah, know. But I mean, like, even at the end of Avengers one, he's like, I, it seems like he has some sort of control into turning into him and turning back almost. It, it, there's something that was lost in a rewrite. I think as far as there was probably some throwaway line and it got lost in the edit or the script writing process, something to do with that planet. I'm sure of it. Or the grand master made it to where he was Hulk all the time. Cause the grand master wants him as Hulk. Well, I mean, how Joe, have you read planet Hulk? I did. It's been a while. Oh, I was like, because he's Hulk the whole time in that. Yeah. Like, I don't think Banner makes a fucking appearance in that. So, nope. and I don't think it's anything to do with the Grand Master or anything. Yeah, he like falls in love and has a kid. Yeah. What really? Yeah, it's because yeah. the Hulk. You know, and when, when the Hulk's in the arena fighting, he's like so prideful and so proud and stuff. So, the Hulk, whatever the entity of the Hulk is inside of Banner, is just thriving on this planet. And so maybe it's like a psychological thing where he's getting yeah. lost, you know. In yeah, this. it's like I guess he was able to because, be who yeah. he who he is. You know, in the Incredible Hulk. It was like 
Yeah, and the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, it was like that meditation technique. And then in Avengers 1, they kind of like hinted at like the way that he controls his moods. So it's like it's there to a certain degree. And the reason I think that he was Hulk the whole time on Sakaar was just it was the Hulk was, you know, kind of in his element there. And like <laughs> all he had to do was be angry and people loved him for it. So why wouldn't he be angry all the time? I loved it. There was kind of a hint at the the, the Buddha beads. Right from mm -hmm. uh, Wolverine versus Hulk, is that what it is? Mm. Uh, uh, it's been a while since I've read that one. That he has those huge, yeah, humongous it's... Buddha beads that, oh, that necklace, right. yeah, 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 like yeah, the yeah, Akuma yeah. necklace. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like that not only because it's like Asia related, but also it really makes sense in the story because I think that if somebody's trying to seek inner peace and try to not become angry, that's actually a pretty decent explanation. You know what I mean? Like, if I was Bruce Banner, I'd probably do the same shit. I'd go meditate in the fucking mountains and Tibet yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Just get away from society. But in, but in this yeah. instance, he was already, like, battling. And, you know, there wasn't much need for, you know, because he wasn't Banner. He was holding. No, no, yeah. I, yeah, not. I, I guess I, I, I jumped there a little bit. I, I think I just like the Buddha Beats thing. I think they were trying to hint at that in this. Mm hmm because he's wearing some sort of necklace like that. Anyway, that's what I thought of. But the whole like, anyway, that's a whole, I kind of went on a tangent. Sorry. But yeah, so so basically at the end, we you know, we it's the Hela and Surtur fight. Hulk tries to jump in, but they're like they're like no, stop. And he's like, you know, oh, good monster, great. you know. And so they basically have to have Surtur destroy Asgard to destroy Hela. Cuz they mm -hmm. can't they can't do it any other way. So you basically just have like power this, from Asgard as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's where our full power resides. Does and this so, weaken Loki too? Ultimately, because didn't it say Loki draws his power from Asgard? Well, well Loki's Loki's a frost giant. Like, from oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Giant. That's right. He's like half frost giant, you know. So like, I, I don't think so. Yeah, um, you're probably right about that. Um, and so yeah, so basically, Searcher just becomes, you know, he gets the eternal flame and becomes as big as a mountain, and he's just unstoppable. You know, it's just like he's just swiping at the castles and then ultimately drives his sword down into the, you know, into the core of Asgard and destroys it. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. The music, the, the fights, like just seeing like Hela with her just infinite sort of, you know, daggers and, you know, sort of flips and moves. Um, I, I did like that when uh, Thor becomes full lightning and he's like fighting all those guys. Uh, and he's sort of using his sort of lightning tricks against them. Like, I guess there's like a sort of a wide uh, uh, profile shot. He like jumps up and like three lightning bolts hit these dudes. Um, so that was cool. Um, it was great. It's a great movie. Um, so I think we're basically at the, uh, you know, final thoughts section. Um, so let's start with that. Maddie, final thoughts? Um, uh you know, Andrew said that Thor uh, Ragnarok is his favorite Thor, and that's fine. You can have your opinion. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I think the first Thor, if I had to put him in order, be Thor, and then Thor Ragnarok close first, and then the Dark World would be like number three. What's the second one? I don't know. It'll probably be the next one. Um, but yeah, I like for me uh, Thor one. I just didn't expect it. I had a lot of fun with it. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, Kenneth Branagh, I think, is a good director, and I think he did a great job with the first one, kind of giving us the story of Thor. And I really enjoyed it because it came out of nowhere, and it was different from what we'd been seeing at the time. 
which is great. And that's why I think Thor Ragnarok works so well, because it's something different than what we've been seeing all the time. But I hold a special place in my heart for Thor 1, and it's probably because Andrew fucking saw it 20,000 times. That would ruin any movie for me, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but not saying that Thor Ragnarok is... I mean, you should see this movie. If you... You know, I I think I'm just tired of the whole... um, Just seeing these characters, honestly. I'm ready for other characters to show up. I'm ready for you know um i don't know some of the stranger characters like there's rumor of an x23 movie fucking yeah man i want to see these characters i'm excited for the runaway show marvel's doing like you know i've lived with these a lot of these characters for a lot of like you know since i was able to read or like soon as i could pick up a comic and my dad be like who is this i'm like that's spider-man you know um you know like i didn't i couldn't even read a comic but i've been living with a lot of these characters for so many years so I think part of me is just like, hurry up, get to Infinity War. Can we, and like, I just want to see new people take on these mantles. Like, I'd love to see a Lady Thor. I'd love, because that co- the first volume of that comic I read, I thought was dope. Loved it. Um, I, Thor Ragnarok's great. It's a well-done movie. I'll watch every one of that director's movies because they're fun. Um, he definitely has a distinct style and has something new to say. And I'm glad he... Uh, you know, I think it's like when the Russos took over Winter Soldier, it kind of gave us this, like, even those two films are totally different, kind of gave us this breath of fresh air in the Marvel, in the comics universe. You can do yeah. different stuff. You can make, you know, a Jason, you can make a Captain America movie, a Jason Bourne movie, and it works. Uh, you can take Thor and put him in, Thor and Hulk and put them in a buddy comedy, and it fucking works. Yeah. And I think it's going to take directors like this to kind of, uh, push marvel into the next phase of you know whatever we're gonna get and uh yeah man uh if you're if you're on the fence and you're like i don't know I, thor's not my thing and i get it but i mean first of all chris hemsworth is fucking hot so just go see because of that <laughs> mark ruffalo is a fucking powerhouse kate blanchett's a fucking powerhouse it's, it plays a led zeppelin song who doesn't like led zeppelin if you don't get out of my face <laughs> Uh, visually stunning, great director, fucking see it. I mean, Marvel's, they're going to get your money one way or another. You might as well just keep giving it to them. So just go see the fucking movie. <laughs> Two thumbs up from Maddie. Stephen? Yeah, it was really great. It was a really good time. Uh, very different um, style. A lot of style. Jeff Goldblum, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought about I forgot about Goldblum. I love him. Don't think that I don't yeah. people. <laughs> it was it was really great. It was a great different type of Marvel film. I like that we've they've people are I like that certain things are are taking from the last thing, you know, like it seems like Guardians of the Galaxy was just strange enough to let to get something like this to fly and Yeah, work. sure. And and you know it, it's due in part to the more science fiction nature and the mixing of science fiction and fantasy elements in Thor Ragnarok, which I think is makes it unique as a film in of itself. You know, you just you, I was reminded of like John Carter a lot while I was watching this, and I don't I don't know why exactly, but um, just you know science fiction fantasy stuff. You only have really Star Wars and. Um, you know, and up till now, a lot of the Avengers stuff has been more like kind of pseudo scientifically based. So this was cool. Cause it was like, where do we go? I don't know. Just kind of throw it all on the wall and see how the splatters. That's like a Jackson Pollock of a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a beautiful. And there's even an alcoholic in it. So it makes sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and all, and Kate Blanchett was hot. Valkyrie was so hot. Hulk was hot. 
<laughs> Best baggy was. I like mm. how he had like a like. Hulk a, see that booty, Hulk bun. <laughs> yeah, you do see Hulk bun. Yeah, yeah, you got Hulk's ass in this movie. Uh, it was good. I liked his armor, and he had like a big like starship engine, or like a, a like a space hot rod engine for like a hammer. <laughs> like the weaponry was all really cool, and just the design elements and the music. It was like just such a fun movie to watch. That's my piece. Bushy. Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of saying, I've been, I think I've been kind of repeating myself the whole time. I mean, but I will say, now that I'm thinking about it as we're going along, um, the first movie does have the clearest character arc, most <laughs> definitely. He goes from egotistical to not egotistical, uh, to, to sacrifice himself. He kind of, you know what I'm saying? He's walking towards that uh, fucking big-ass uh, robot monster near the end. Destroyer. The Destroyer. And this is before the fight on the, um, what you call it, the Rainbow Bridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you see a clear arc there. So I think that part might be the, that has the best, has the best arc, maybe the clearest arc in all the Thor movies. But visually speaking, I guess maybe I want to say this one is the best Thor movie. It's kind of a mix. Two is definitely the weakest. Um, that that end that end scene in Dark World was pretty cool though. Um, and what else we got? Um, yeah, I think it's a two thumbs up kind of movie. I think it w- I agree with Maddie. It would be nice to kind of get to this third act because we have been in the second act for about ten movies now. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's that's also echoes what the medium, what the, the medium from which it draws, the comic book medium. Uh, the I mean, right? I mean, I've Kevin Smith has said he said this as well. I know I quote Kevin Smith a lot, but I listen to a lot of his podcasts, and he's and he said that you know comic books sort of live in the second act. Logan is is in the third act, which is rare. Uh, uh, that's a movie too, but a lot, you know, you have like the hero's origin story, and then. They stay in the second act pretty much forever because, mm-hmm. I mean, they got to stay that hero or you're not going to buy those comics. And mm-hmm. and if they die, like Death of Superman, they're going to be resurrected at some point anyway mm-hmm. or they'll redo the whole fucking universe again. So second comic, act is comic book. second act is very long in the comic books, and I get it. That's why it's long in the movies, and also it seems to be working for them because they've had a stellar fucking box office uh, this weekend too. So... Definitely doing something right there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love the rainbow, heavy metal kind of look to it. It's kind of it's equally bright but equally metal. Oh yeah. Uh, man, lightning moves, dude. I mean, Raiden was my favorite in Mortal Kombat. So anytime somebody's using a lightning move, I fucking love it. Uh, <laughs> he actually did. He actually did the Psycho Crusher by M. Bison's kind of. He did, do yes, that yes, he fucking totally. I was did. like, that's sick, you know. Like I, whatever Taika Waititi does after this, it's gonna be great. All his movies. Akira. But yeah, yeah I was like, I was like, I would love to see his Akira, just based on his vision of Sakar, and that's probably why they asked him about it because it's so, you know, it's very anime. Not, you know, I don't want to lean on that too hard, but, you know. I mean, Thor, yeah. Thor going to different Style. planets and stuff. It's really a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, um, fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, he, they strip away all of his power. I mean, they take away the, like we said before, take away the hammer, take away the eye, take away his fucking home world. So yeah. uh, they really stripped him down for this movie. And, and, uh, and that was that have... was really, really interesting. Go ahead, yeah. Seth. 
and there's one thing is we've seen like a teaser right i forget where of like thor flying through space and hitting the guardians that was some i believe d23 footage but it's actually you probably saw a hit like a cam footage because it's not officially released right right okay yeah that's what it was it was like a cam footage release so it's i've never seen that footage man yeah i haven't either I, i forget how i saw it but um yeah, so some illegal a, shit, some dark web a, shit. That just, brings uh, us to the uh, the, the last in. scene too, by the way, the mid credit scene. Oh yeah, go, I mean, sorry, man, I keep interrupting. You. Go ahead. Sorry about no, that. No, that's fine. I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you had to say? Really? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, okay, I feel bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Anyway, back, to, uh, Joey. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Um. Yeah, man, I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's probably my probably my favorite because it's, it's just it's it's the first one's really good this one i i think is good in a different way um it's, kind of it's very colorful fun. it's very fun it's metal um you got the hulk you got the the whole valkyrie scene uh fighting it's hella you have kate blanchett as hella you know um it just I, I feel like this one hit on all points for me uh one thing that i kind of <clears throat> had forgot to mention uh, basically, after the fight with Surtur in the beginning, um, Thor basically like throw you know throws a chain through his eyes and like carries Surtur's skull on his back. And I was like, "Fuck, that's so metal!" Yeah, and, that was awesome. He's just walking yeah, around with great. the skull on his back, and he's just like, you know, it's like, oh my god, I fucking love this movie already. Hey, one one thing uh, we forgot to mention was <laughs> Stanley's cameo as the, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As the intergalactic or, uh, personal hairstylist. Yeah. <laughs> He gives, probably my favorite Stan Lee moment. He gives Thor the haircut, which is crazy. Don't cut my, I like how he starts giving him like, like those excuses. Hair. He tries to reason hey. with him, and then finally it's like, just don't cut it. I yeah. was like, uh, I, was I like, love yeah, it. Man, he I starts to cry it. a little. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. The weakest I've seen Thor. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I, don't cut my hair. That's I definitely, I'd be throwing I definitely, the same uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I definitely think that it definitely second, uh, uh, the second act was pretty long. Um, I was kind of get. I don't know if I was just tired, but I feel like I was kind of getting a little bored. I was enjoying it, but I was just like, all right, you know, what, what's going on? What are we doing? Um, the Jack Kirby uh, look of the place was amazing. The robots with the sort of six eyes and the, the, the lines and stuff, man, I thought were great. All the, you know, sort of the look of it. Um, the, you know, just the Finris, I believe is the name again, the, the giant wolf and Surtur, like, you know, getting super huge with the big sword, like fucking, yeah, it was great, man. I loved it. Um, That's they, a, <clears throat> sorry, Joe, go ahead. They, they, they really took, you know, they, they took a chance on it with this director and I, he pulled through, man, and just fucking killed it. I loved it. Go ahead, Manny. Oh, yeah, I was just talking about the wolf. That's actually a wolf from that Norse mythology, too. Um, yeah. That's why I figured. I feel like something was made from its jawbone. I can't remember. I remember I started like a little musical side project, and that was the name of it. And I did a bunch of research. I was trying to make it like a concept album. And oh yeah, I don't know where the fuck that is, but <laughs> random little tidbits. But yeah, I think that's Finn, supposed to be the wolf. Finn, yeah. So it's Finn Rear in the lore, but I yeah. feel like it's like it was like Finn Wrists or something like that in the film. It's like they changed it just a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, Finrar is the actual name. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, if, if you guys want to chat about the the um, oh the, the two the two end credit scenes. Okay, yeah. We can chat about those. I I thought the one I, at the end was was meh. 
I was like, all right, that's that's fine. We get some more Jeff Goldblum. You know, he's chatting with some peeps and, um, you know, calls it a tie because of the revolution. And I'm, I don't know why I'm now just blanking on the the middle one. Just oh. just real quick, uh, that the Fenris that is in the movie is actually Fenrir. Um, it has just two names. You can either call it Fenrir or Fenris. Okay. Um, right. I just look, I just looked up some uh, basic info, and that is the wolf from the story so pretty dope some right on um i just say my uh, i thought the i you know um i assume that was thanos's ship and that's because that's what we're getting into so that's cool um oh yeah i and i agree with you joey at the end i mean i was kept like by the time i was waiting through the uh, credits i was like oh, i wonder how what happened to jeff goldblum's character and i was like oh we're gonna get to see and then we kind of saw not really i assume they're gonna eat him because they were gonna eat thor and this guy's kept them in this kind of like, you know, the lower level of the population for whatever reason. So yeah. I assume he's going to be eaten, but maybe we haven't seen the last of Jeff Goldblum. Hopefully well, his char- not. His character is a, is an, uh, what are they called? Like an elemental or whatever, or like, um, he's the same as the collector from. Yeah. 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 He's the same yeah. type of sort of so, intergalactic. So he's like, like... He's, like Im- he's like immortal. He's like a God basically. No. But we've killed gods before, so he can be killed. Yeah, maybe that's what this whole film's point was: is that like all these things, these gods are just aliens from other planets, basically. Yeah, they have weaknesses, even though they are more powerful. Yeah, apparently, than the on the, the Marvel Wiki, he is the oldest living being. What, yeah, he is one of the oldest living beings in the universe, coming from yeah. one of the first intelligent races to evolve after the Big Bang. He once possessed the Mind Gym, one of the six Infinity Stones, but he lost it to Thanos. Classic. Yep. <laughs> oh, I just want to say while we're talking about Thanos, I love when uh, Kate Blanchett walks by the gauntlet and goes, fake, and knocks it off. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, and she's like, fake. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, that's not well, what I thought fake. it was. So. <laughs> but yeah, I was kind of let down by the after credit sequences. Marvel's done better. For sure, the mid credit sequence, mid credits one is the ship. This like brownish, like plain ass looking ship pops up, and they're like, "What's that?" And then it cuts to black, and uh, you have. I mean, if you just go on that, you really have no idea what it's supposed to be. I was really thinking that, that Rocket Raccoon was about to be on their windshield, and it and <laughs> like a bug or something, you know, and then. Or they run into the Guardians in some way, and uh, it didn't happen. Better. That's the footage from D23. I, th- I think I guess they wanted to hold off a bit, and apparently I was reading this before we actually started recording. The yeah, the D23 footage uh, basically happens right right after this scene, so they're really just holding off until the last second. Um, and yeah, I bet you it's probably caused a bunch of rewrites until the last minute. They're going to re-edit the motherfucker until the fucking day before release. So yeah, I wonder if Thanos smacks Thor into space. That'd be that'd be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's I mean they're both sort of kind of let down because they don't really they don't really like do much. Was really. there more than one? Yeah, there's there one was, in the middle and one at the end. What's the one at the end? It's just the Grand Master saying it was a tie, guys. It's just, it's, that's oh, it. His ship cra- his ship crashes onto the planet and he basically is in the same uh you know oh, that, that's what you're talking same about. spot as Thor is in, yeah. You left before like, that hey, stuff? 
I how did because re- I, I, yeah, I did. He's like, "How's that revolution, guys? You know, it's like, uh, let's call it a tie." It's kind of. He said a couple of things in between, but that was, Stephen, that was hasn't Marvel trained you to sit through the credits, bro? I well, I was gonna, and then I looked. I looked up on Google. I was like, "How many after credit sequences are on Thor?" And then it was only mentioning the one with Thanos' ship and the articles I was looking at. So I was like, "Ah, fuck it." Lie. I'll hear about it later. Well, it wasn't really that great. No. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let down. <laughs> but yeah, you guys got any else? Anything else to say about the film? I'm excited for Black Panther. Wait, dude. Yeah, people that clapped, clapped yeah, in the trailer, bro. Yeah, yeah. Same, same with same in mind, man. Really? Yeah. The some, screen. There was some. Holy yeah. Shit. There was another trailer I forget, but there's a lot of good. They're gonna make so much money. Uh, I saw the I saw it in 3D, which I'll just comment on that real quick. Uh, I'm not generally a fan of 3D because I have glasses. I wear glasses all the time. I'm not wearing contacts. It's just never going to happen. Too old to go back now. Um, <laughs> I hate wearing 3D fucking glasses, but goddamn, did this look fucking dope in 3D? And I rarely say that. And I think you guys have seen, like, I've watched enough 3D movies on here to be like, eh, you know, you could skip it or, you know, I don't have a high opinion of it. Mm-hmm. But man, it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah. And job. just saying um, trailers beforehand, I did get to see The Last Jedi win a 3D trailer, which oh, yeah, was pretty was dope. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Might, I might see that in 3D just because I enjoyed the trailer so much, which I don't normally say because you know how I like to watch my Star Wars movies? Non-3D. Yeah, I don't usually watch 3D either. So um, I just saw it because it was the cl- like Thor in 3D just because it was like the only like XD showing. And going from like, if you know something is an XD at the Cinemark Theater to like just normal, it's like light and day, dude. And I just know the difference and I can't do it anymore. So I was like, all right, I'll sit through a fucking 3D movie. So I'm getting the best picture quality I can possibly get at this theater. So that's why I did it. But I want to see that Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) So Black Panther comes out February 16th. Mm-hmm. And then Avengers, April twenty fifth. So there's like two and a half months difference here. Man, we need to get that fucking Infinity War trailer, man. If it's six months, get to give Let us. Let me something. tell you when that trailer's coming out. Right yeah. after Star Wars releases, probably oh. January. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna show that shit right before Star Wars. It's kind of show before do. Star Wars. It'll it probably come with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. probably right about that. Yeah. Because I mean, you got to give us something. Actually, I, th- I think it'll I think it'll come out before Star like right as soon by the time start like right around when Star Wars comes out. But I think because like because they don't do that anymore. Obviously, you know they don't oh, do it when, yeah. when the movie drops anymore. They do it like a couple weeks before, just whenever the hell they feel like it, and then we see it again on this big screen. They do it as soon as DC feels like they've made some sort of progress. I mean, <laughs> they do this every time. Like they, they're like, oh, Justice League's gonna make some money. Boom, Infinity War. No, no, no. They're like, hey, Justice League release date, Punisher release date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> they do this every fucking time, dude. It's called genius marketing, is what it's called. <laughs> oh, Justice League release date, Punisher release date. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do, man. They've done. They did this with um, fuck, and they've done this a lot. They do this a lot. Apparently, Marvel throughout time, throughout uh, the comic book history, they called DC the distinguished competition. Oh yeah. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, they're not looking too distinguished these days as far as the movie's concerned. But, uh, yeah, 
it's just dude they just they did fuck with them it's like they're fucking with them because it's like they're beating them when they're down almost mm. so what's next joey is that it uh, i think that's it hey space kids thanks for listening to episode 95 that was our thor ragnarok review uh hope you guys enjoyed it we enjoyed it uh so i'm gonna say goodbye fellas Bye. Bye, everybody. Please leave a comment in iTunes. Uh, and also, we have another great interview scheduled very soon for you. And that's basically it. Check you later. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on we are basically on all social media yeah, all social media mainly facebook and twitter and patreon check out the links in the description we have a lot of uh cool goals uh set up on our patreon like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh give us a topic for us to talk about and that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more who knows yeah. how long it'll take and that's pretty tight <laughs> That's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. If you and don- we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. $30,000 will help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>